Gamescoop. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is not Justin Davis. It is Mark Medina. Oh, hi. Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And Tina Amini. What's up, everybody? And we have a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about some more classic games that are being remade very soon. We're yeah. going to talk about Damon's three favorite games that are getting remade. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're going to talk about a little bit more about Google Stadia. It is selling out, so I hope you got yours already. <laughs> Pre-order now. <laughs> Only if you wanted that blue controller. But first... Uh, let's talk. Let's start with what we've been playing lately. I know Tina and I have been playing Borderlands Three. Mark, yeah. Borderlands Three. All right. Surprise, surprise. Seventy-five percent of us have been watching or playing Borderlands Three. Can you? You can't talk about the uh, the Goose Game yet, right? Oh, when does this go up? Tomorrow. Uh, the, embargo, the embargo is tomorrow. Then it's fine. Okay. Yeah, uh, I played tomorrow. Goose Game. Did you? You, you beat it? Yeah. R G G O T Y. Goose Game of the Year. Come on. It guys. can just be. It can just be G-O-T-Y, Goose yeah. of the Year. Goose of the Year? It's, the, uh, it's, I mean, it's clearly it's Goose of the Year. It's the untitled game of the year. Mm. I like that. That's just what it's just going to mm. be. That's pretty cute, too. We're going to yeah. confuse everybody. I like uh, how everyone really clicked short. this hoping to hear about Borderlands 3, and now they have to hear about <laughs> untitled yeah. Goose Game. That game's it's amazing. It's really short, and, it's, and it's, uh, it's pretty much the only Metal Gear Solid game I've ever played. What? <laughs> <laughs> a lot and of sneaking Explain. You don't, you, don't, you don't put a radio in a sprinkler to break it. That way you can sneak it past the guy? Is it is. not a Metal it Gear is Solid a, thing? It's a, it's a Metal Is it a stealth game? It's stealth. What is it called? Stealth? It's, like a, it's definitely de- yeah. espionage action. It's stealth, yeah, stealth espionage action. It's, it's, there it's are one cardboard of those, boxes. Well, yeah, and, right? that, and there's yeah. different Probably. ways to solve things. Uh, mm-hmm. So speaking of the radio, there's like this radio you have to sneak past the gardener guy right at the beginning of the game. And I, it's sitting on, so when you pick it up, it makes like music and he goes, Otacon calls over there and he gets you, right? Yeah. And then, uh, and then, so what I did was he puts it on top of a cooler and I drug the cooler all the way to where it needs to go. And Tom, this like, is, okay, okay, listen, I watched this and it was funny when it happened, but this is a boring story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, wrap it up. No, no, I didn't realize. I was really excited Tom. when I saw it happen too. The timer like, Mark, is flashing. I can't wait for people to hear this, but this amazing Tom story. Tom put the, the radio it's in the going. sprinkler and broke it. I'm just saying there's multiple ways to solve this it's little game. Is it, it's is a it goosey, goosey, goosey game. It's goosey. <laughs> it's a goosey game. Why is that funny? <laughs> Are you it's, kidding me? The guy said true. he wanted something goosey. There's something goosey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for the sequel, Uncensored Goose Game. <laughs> yeah. Just every time he honks. It Two like, goose for TV. <laughs> Two honks for TV. <laughs> uh, is this game, is it level-based? What are you doing here? I, it, is it it's open one world? of those things where it's like, hey, do all this stuff, and, and something you cause will open up a new area. So, like, you have him hit his thumb, and he, like, falls from the have pain, I guess. Thumb, or like, with a hammer? Yeah, he goes to, like, hit his... Hit, well, like, his, he's, like, like, lining up. See, now I'm telling the boring story. Um, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, Those are great. This is great. I've never seen Mark do this before. Please. I wanted to acknowledge too, Two Honk for TV was a really good joke that Damon made. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I liked you. It. And Mark, your story was, it was okay. Well, so it's like Dark Souls. It was a 6.0. It's like Dark Souls. You do <laughs> something and then it opens up a new area. And then it's, so it's like a Metroidvania, Dark Souls. I'm out. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, this game's got it all. It's we, got you should it write all. that headline. Yeah, Goose Game of the Year, Goose just game. like all it's, of these other games. It it's entirely not like yeah, winner yeah. Goose Game. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, exactly. That's from 2011. So we don't have to talk <laughs> about Borderlands. No. All right, let's move on. Is Goose Game like Borderlands Three? <laughs> no, there's no loot. Well, you can get a <laughs> unless, there are you, multiple count, options. unless you count a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> there's loot. Yeah, that counts as loot. I think it's total loot because you drag everything back to the picnic. That's true. Uh, yeah, blanket. That's true. 
Uh, so you don't have, that's a but, you don't, like but you don't have any inventory space, just like in Borderlands <laughs> 3. <laughs> Goose Game of the Year, also like Borderlands 3, added to the like list. Borderlands. <laughs> so is Untitled Goose Game out tomorrow? It's out yes. the 20th, yeah. That's yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. So tw- that's the, day tomorrow. That the day that you're listening to this, it's out. It's out. Go play. And it only takes an hour and a half to beat. It's so super out. short. You can beat it almost 40 times this weekend. <laughs> Please. Should it have been longer, or is that the right amount of time no, to be a goose? It's like for me. <laughs> it's one of those things where when you beat the game, there's still like stuff you can do, but okay. you've rolled the credits. I Just like credits. Control, mm-hmm. which Segway. I finished. We're gonna talk about anything. It's fine. We can talk about Borderlands. <laughs> Sorry, Damon. <laughs> so okay, wait. To your Borderlands point, yes, yeah. the inventory sucks. I assume that you can level up from there. Uh, the, in your the inventory? You can increase your inventory. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, you do it at uh, Marcus's munitions. Place. Perfect. Yeah. You can level I'm still up pretty early. Like inventory. Yeah, because you could do that in one and carry. two and whatnot. Um, a lot of the systems feel pretty antiquated in a lot of ways. Like everybody keeps saying, it's just Borderlands again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, well, you've been playing more than any of us, I think. So, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm agreeing with you. You're saying yeah. that it's, it's a little bit better. I, I think it's like Borderlands 2, but I think it's better in every single way. And that makes it a better game. Every single way. Every, How about that it's map? Funnier, do you think it's funnier? Maybe the writing. I hear okay. the map is broken, as Tino was just saying. Yeah. Broken? Well, I just, I, it's like difficult to see what levels are on like a different um, oh, I elevation. Control has a similar I thought <laughs> they did yeah. a better job at that because now you can like rotate the map. Up yeah. Right, yeah. I, think you, I think you mean like when you, when you set a waypoint. Yeah. It's really hard to find out where that actually is. Like which, is. yeah, and like which route like, you should be taking. It's like if there, if it like splits off and your waypoint's here and you're like, oh, I'm going to it. And yep. then you're like, oh, sh-, and you got to open your map and you go, I got to go also, all the way back around. Can we just say, if you're playing with another player, the driver should not also be the navigator because you have to stop driving, pull up your map, yeah. figure out which direction you need oh, to go to. You have to, to physically stop the car before yeah. you actually yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 so the person who's in the back just <laughs> on the gunner should be the one to look at the map, Can right? they just Never. pull up their map and look at the map while the other person while drives? While the other person's yeah. driving, and that's exactly. the way you should do it. Exactly, My yeah. wife needed to I totally find don't have baggage around this. And she she could see my TV, and I was just I would just open my map, and I'm like, look. And she could just see her she little She was triangle. screen cheating? She, totally. Hmm. Hey, well, that's the whole point. Is that what it was called in, in uh, like Perfect yeah. Dark when you look at yeah, the other? Don't look at like my screen. screen yeah. peeking. There's, really? a, there's a whole game no, there's around a, it. Yeah. There's a game called Screen Cheat or something like that where you don't see the other person on the map. It's like a shooter. You don't see the other person, uh, so you have to screen peek to see where they are to be able to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Kart Battle Mode, do you yeah. screen cheat or do you not? It's so, it's so easy to screen sheet that you can like see, you can line up a shot with somebody driving on their own screen. It's so funny. So you do do it because because it's like, for some people it's part of the experience, but for some people you need to be respectful. There was like these elaborate cardboard setups that people would set up. I've done done that. Where it would come off the television. Like, like, oh. I've done that. Like playing Halo, like putting up the blanket and like one of your friends is under the blanket. (laughs) That's great. What's up with the pets in Borderlands? One... Class has a pet, Flack, and that's the class that I chose with because I heard it was good for solo players, which I'm playing by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can send out pets to uh, attack people for and, you. And the first pet is a dog? Yeah. Monster, a kind of a monster dog. It's a skag. You know what's really sad, though? I think they changed the um, death sounds for the skags. They mm. sound really, really sad no, when it they sounds die. sounds like a dog whipper. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like a dog whipper. It kind of well, breaks your, my your, heart. Your pet is whatever you pick. So you pick the dog. I didn't yeah. know I had a choice. Yeah, you can, any of the it's, skill it's trees. It's dependent on all, your skill tree. All three of the characters, you can pick which skill tree. You get one point right at the start. You can get a. You can change it on the fly too. So you picked that. What's his name? 
Meat Meat Shield or I forget his name. Not Meat Shield. No, that's it's, the that's the, the Spider Man. The one? little jabber boy. Anyways, yeah. you could change it on the fly. Okay. Like if you're like, oh, what, so what are the what are the other options? There's it's a like rack. A, it's like a spider ant. Yeah, and then there's a rack of flying dinosaur <laughs> monster things. I think I'll stick with the dog. Well, is, I, there's a, the flying. It's a, like a pterodactyl thing. Mm. Yeah, the rack. That sounds cool. I think yeah. it's a rack, right? Well, that's, right. Yeah, that, that's pterodactyls do sound cool. It's like yeah, you just, send it up, but one yeah. of them is like a little like jabber guy, and he has a gun. Jabber guy. And, and the more this you level the spider. Him up, not the spider. He's like a little. I don't know. He kind of looks like the like scab. Jabber, jabber guy. I don't know what he is. What do you mean by I the word jabber? Yeah. Where's jabber. This keep from? saying this word. Aren't they, aren't, isn't that an enemy? You know, <laughs> anyways, he has a gun. And then you can make it where he has a shotgun. So he's a little pet that walks around with a shotgun. That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm playing as Amara. I don't really like her. She's fine. Hmm. I'm playing as Moe's. She has a robot. Yeah. Moe's is, I think, the Moe's and Flack are actually the community favorites hmm. from what I've seen. I've seen the search volume to back that up. It's totally fun. I'm having a good time, but it does feel very samey. Like I, yeah. it's a little bit like they, mm-hmm. they spent seven years mm-hmm. working this. I guess they weren't, didn't spend the entire seven years, but it's been seven years since Borderlands two. And this, if you had told me this was a new expansion for Borderlands two, I would have believed you. Mm-hmm. Well, the gear gearbox made pre-sequel, right? Yeah. So which then it would be it would play. be however many years since yeah. pre sequel. Oh was, wait, no. Which well, about the pre-sequel. I think it was a different team in Australia that made. That's what I, I wasn't that? sure yeah. if it was like a, oh, a spinoff or from another right. team or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was the anyway. It's their like, Fallout New Vegas. It's fun. Other games <laughs> are able to like reinvent themselves mm-hmm. in new in new sequels and in mm-hmm. additions, but this just feels like more Borderlands, which it's fun. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I love the guns and I love that. I feel like every time I go back to Sanctuary to like do all my inventory management, I feel like I'm going back out into the world as a slightly different character. You're always leveling up. You're always getting better guns. I have a shotgun right now that every time I shoot them, it just blows them away. It's so fun. Like and physically then, blows them away. Like it literally me. just like blows them away. And then when you reload, it becomes a grenade that mm-hmm. flashes and says, shoot me as it's going towards <laughs> them. And, and then you get another one and you shoot it. It's awesome. Cool. Like that. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, Sam has been playing Control. I have and Gears. I can talk about both. So cool. Control, uh, this really, it's a really interesting game. And I, I like it a lot this, too. Like uh, a story. Uh, I had a radio and a, and a thermos cooler and uh, the radio was on top of the cooler, and uh, I dragged it all the way to my picnic blanket. <laughs> and the thing is, is you could do it. No. That's crazy. I'm playing control. Uh, you I have telekinesis. This. You could just do that with your mind. Hmm. All right. Yeah, you could just. Why are you dragging things? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So real control. Yeah, uh, real control. Uh, well, a couple people beat it, and I'm really close to being at the end right now, and I hear it like it gets crazier and crazier. But it is like a game that's like really stylish, mm-hmm. and every piece of like um, – you know, if you're not in a hallway, if you're in a big room, like there's something transforming and cool looking in it, and it's just like a, a like a feat of weirdness, and I think that's really cool. About and it. I like there's that they like that out there. they really set the mood too with when you grab a control point, and then the like the red glow goes mm-hmm. away, and so there's like a sense of security involved mm-hmm. in that too. So it has that horror element, and then the sense of relief as well. And you're so godlike that it just feels great to play. I like that game quite a bit. And it's really funny when well, it's, your, it's your game of the year, and Janet Garcia. So far, so far, so far. Mm-hmm. Which is a big deal. That's why a lot of people are. Have you played Goose Game yet? No, I've only observed the game of the Goose. It's all coming down. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let me tell you. There's a radio, and then there's a cooler. You know what? (laughs) In Borderlands, (laughs) probably. uh, uh, In uh, there are coolers. I don't know why I thought that was funny. Uh, In 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 Control. 
the the characters and when they're talking, there's like a, like these cutscenes where like people are talking back and forth, and then they show the dialogue of the character, hmm. uh, but it's internal dialogue. Hmm. So like the character is talking, oh, yeah. and she'll be talking, and then the other person will say something really important, like you need to get down there and clear out those what are they called sniffs. Hiss. Smurfs. Hiss. Smurfs. You need to clear out the Smurfs, Smurfs right that away. That would be a blue. Club. Everybody's dying, and then sh- and then and the- she'll just like stare. You can do the the voice. I don't know her voice. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> no, it's more like nailed it. Should I talk about Dylan now? Yeah, is now a good time to talk about Dylan? Eyes. I'm not sure. I guess I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> Which honestly, like, I like. I don't know I, if we edit podcasts anymore, but if we do, that. You can we need that. to zoom in there just on Sam's face. <laughs> she All does right. the thing with her eyes. Yeah, and then I had so one cutscene where her eye just went. One eye just went right to the center, and <laughs> what, only one did. Yeah, it was great. That's a cool trick. Um, cool party trick. Love that game. Let me tell you about gears real quick, though. Yeah. I got to the ice level. Okay, which and is and good. like every game, you slide around. <laughs> no. Uh, it, it's fine. Uh, gears it's is fine. just like it's just like uh, it does have a nice level. Does I gears like feel it. like more gears? Gears ha- it does feel exactly like more gears, but it, it's better than the last gears. And I really like the familiarity, just like what you were talking about with guns. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like guns in Gears of War. And you know, you, if you guys all played Gears of War games, yeah, I you, you know how five. there's the 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 reload, mm-hmm. and you can get the perfect reload. Yeah. Mm. Like they've carried those across all the games, mm. you know. Yeah. And it is kind of funny to think like what, like 10 years ago now, I was like doing that perfect reload and got really good at it. I just love like being back doing that again. Mm. It makes it a little, when you do it right. Very goes, satisfying. Also, nice. when, when you clear out all the enemies, it still, it still does that guitar chord. I love it. I love it's it. So I, the, the first wave of monsters I killed in Gears 5 and it did that. It was like, yeah. and you're all like, oh God, I'm now back. I'm going to find cog tags. I'm back. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's so going through the motions in a fun way. I'm not using that pejoratively, uh, but I, I was complaining about this. I think to you a little bit that every character still looks like a puffy idiot. A puffy oh, yeah. And, and so like everybody has like, you know, this giant neck and like they, they just look well, ridiculous. Like, and, but they isn't there like matching giant horses? No, that's right. And giant horses. 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 Yeah, was in, the, in the ice level, there's, you're inside this giant worm skeleton, and, and you're like, well, and it's cool. It's like a town. It's, it's really neat. A town and, in a yeah. worm. Skeleton. And then you come to this horse, and it's like polygonal and giant and puffy. It looks like uh, there's like a painter called Fernando Botero who does these like big figures, and they're not like they're just like they look exactly like that. Everything's too puffy. And then you were saying that like the cars are puffy. I was not saying that. Well, who is I talking to you about that? I well anyway the, everything in that like if you see a radio or a television or whatever like it's the design is really like buff buff yeah everything's buff <laughs> someone someone described Marcus Phoenix as he's just a boulder with legs yeah and that's mm-hmm. that's and that's yeah. the style it's like oh I, I reckon you're in a supermarket now but everything's just like puffed out but uh, I think it's actually um, a gun in Borderlands well it's good it's, yeah, exactly because <laughs> Marcus has got to fit through the aisles he just knock everything down but now there's a bunch of like the, young characters and so they're mm-hmm. not like these gritty old soldiers and there's both men and women and like that style just doesn't work at all everything so silly in that game. I mean, isn't it part of the lore where there's super soldiers, like, I don't know, with some sort of, that, am, I, am I thinking that, of a different game? No, they're they're not, but like that is a good explanation because they have to carry yeah. armor and stuff. But again, yeah. like now there's like young, small people that are part of, <laughs> that you play as. They're still buff. Yeah. yeah, well, no, they're, they're like, you can't tell what they are because they're under so much armor, but then like their faces are just like, you know, those big round things with tiny little eyes in the middle. It's, it's really strange. See? It just, I know. He said it's really strange. But listen, I'm just going to uh, go like this, and my dialogue will just go without me. All right. Um, the rest of the time. Just make sure you move your eyebrows occasionally. Yeah. I've also been playing a Sega CD game. You, you have played, not. I have. You ever, you ever played Popful Mail? Explain. It's a really cool anime-styled, uh, uh, very interesting game where you are a lady elf uh, bounty hunter, and it has these like anime cutscenes that are rendered in like 
pixel art graphic. So it's a really cool visual look. And so these full cutscenes play and then you like take on a bounty and then it goes to an overworld map and you choose where you want to go. And then it switches to side scrolling action RPG gameplay. I think you just won what you've been playing. It was very cool. Popfulman is a game I'd always heard of. I never actually played. It's supposed to be like one of the good Sega CD games. And from what I can tell, it is. Is it yeah. Popful like letter mail? Like P-O-P-F-U-L. And then? M-A-I-L. M-A-I-L. Okay. Yeah. What is the mail? Oh, like mail as know, in delivering but, mail. Mm-hmm. Well, but you're a bounty hunter, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that game's really cool. So it's the prequel. Are you sure you didn't Stranding? dream that? I, yeah. It is Death Stranding, I, basically. I played it and then dreamed about it because it was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I was also playing Rambo on NES, which is an interesting game. How's the music? Amazing. <laughs> the music is so good. It, the gameplay is actually terrible, but it's like one of those rare instances where it's a licensed NES game with terrible gameplay, but amazing music. Well, it's here right now. Nope, I don't have it. <laughs> I, I, we've been listening to it recently. Uh, but it's a really interesting setup because they're, they're like trying to tell the story of the movie Rambo 2, which seems very sophisticated for an NES game in the 80s. So like the setup... Uh, it's just like the movie and all seems very cool. But when, then when you leave the army base and go out into the jungle, you just have a knife and you're swapping mm-hmm. snakes and wasps for like ever. <laughs> you don't ever have <laughs> any actual human enemies. So I've only seen Sounds the first fun. part of, uh, Rambo two. Is that what it's called? The movie Rambo first blood part two. <clears throat> first yeah. blood part two. Okay. I've never, I've never only seen the first part of it and it's really cheesy and they're in a helicopter and stuff. I've never seen the part with the snakes and scorpions. <laughs> well, is that the, part good? there is a part of the snake in the big, in the very beginning of that movie okay. when he first lands in the jungle. Are you but preparing for the new does movie? Does he jump over it? <laughs> I haven't seen the last Rambo Is movie. that how you prepare for the new movie? Go back and yeah. play the NES game? Just yeah. Very specifically. Wait, you haven't seen the fourth one, John Rambo? No, I haven't seen Oh, it. it's awesome. Is it called John Rambo? I think, I think it's well, just yeah. Rambo. No, I don't think so. Because no, I doesn't they think made, so. They made, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because it was Rocky Balboa and John Rambo. Those came out of the same... Well, what I... Mark hasn't seen Jurassic Park, so you don't. You, should, you shouldn't listen to him about anything. Nothing to do with movies. the Rambo movies. And in the fourth one, he blows a man's legs off with a chain gun that's hooked to the back of a truck. Well, I feel like that was a spoiler. I would have <laughs> really enjoyed seeing that by myself. <laughs> There's the, the, violence in the Rambo movie. <laughs> the first one, the first Rambo movie, is a lot like a video game because he goes, he. <laughs> He has all these different levels. There's like a mine level. The first video game? No, the first Rambo movie. Oh, wait. First blood. First one. First yeah. blood. First yeah. yeah. There's like first you know blood. how he goes through, he goes to like a mine, he goes to crawl through it, he comes mm-hmm. out the other mm-hmm. side, and then there's like a boss fight in the mall in the end. Yeah. It's very it's that's very, a very good game. I forget different that movie. those movies are, yeah, it's that's it's a very different movie. First blood first blood, yep. first blood part two, then Rambo three. Yep. Then then Rambo. Then Rambo or Not, John Rambo, who knows? I think it's just and, Rambo. And then Rambo There's no way to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the NES game has great music. I feel like you guys are going to have to settle this after the show. <laughs> I was going to try to Google it. Yeah, please. It, my phone just updated. You can Google it. You can it. get Apple Arcade did you now. Get, did you, and I have to do the, like, th- choose your Wi-Fi and everything. It was that so update? long. I yeah. want to hook yeah, my PS4 controller to my iPhone. Yeah. You can do that now? Yeah, oh, with Wait, iOS 13. Yeah, you iOS 13. You can feels like something we need to make a how-to video for. Yeah. Okay, don't Tina. Don't give the audience better ideas than us. Wait, this is... Oh, yeah, maybe... Let's talk about one of my favorite games of all time. This <laughs> is going on. Five seconds left. Everyone's just pulling out their phones. <laughs> I had to set up. <laughs> that was good content right there, Damon. Well, good it is, content. It is, uh, it is for those podcast listeners. <gasps> I was 13, so guys. 
What is my, yeah, I know. Yeah. Which, why are you doing this right now, gonna, Mark? Put we your need phone to know away. what Rambo the do for the next, is called. I have nothing to do for the next 30 oh, uh, okay, guys. I'll look up the Rambo thing. No, I'm oh getting there. Oh, my God. I just he pulls out it his in. phone. It's updating. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to ban T, but we are going to ban cell phones. We should. I'm Game Scoop. <laughs> Laptops down, guys. Hey, can you tell um, Tina and Justin that there's a rule about not having T on Game Scoop? You are no told such them. thing. What, what <laughs> is How dare the rule? Because Amanda was there's like, no rule. She, she was telling me about the Slack channel, and no. then she's it's like, It's just called oh, Rambo. Rambo. There's a rule says, that. Thank you. you. Wow. First, thank you. First Blood. Tina. Rambo First Blood just Part 2. Rambo, Rambo 3. Rambo, Rambo, Last Blood. You know what? I'm never doing anything for you ever again. <laughs> there is a real. That's only fair. Taking my side on that one. <laughs> there is a it real rule on the show uh, where if, the you, no tea. if you take nachos, you can't take all of the nachos with all the meat. And <laughs> we have a rule. well. It's called the, it's called the nucleus, <laughs> and that's you. You don't take from the nucleus. You respect. You can't it. eat all you the work, good. You work around it. You have an elaborate nacho theory. Well, it's from uh, the hit television show, uh, King of Queen. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> and I'm going to remind you that late last year, a, a remake of Katamari Damacy was released called Katamari Damacy Reroll. Encore. An HD, no. I it on Switch. I know, yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, well, it was called Reroll here. I think it was called yeah. John Katamari Damacy. <laughs> 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 no, I don't think so. But encore at the end. And in the game, there's a radio on a cooler. <laughs> uh, but Tina is correct. It was called Katamari Damacy Encore in Japan. And now Bandai Namco, same publisher, has uh, trademarked a few more classic Namco games with the encore name Splatterhouse, Klonoa, and Mr. Driller. And this is exciting news. Just throwing that word Driller. classic around. People like myself. Well, what do, what do you call them? Old games? <laughs> they're not classic, just old games? They're only classic Retro if they're good. Retro games, yeah. For my money, all those games are good. Mm. Um, I've, can I just know. say, I've never heard Katamari Damacy. What do you hear? Damacy. I don't, Katamari yeah. I don't know. I heard I've, ne- I've never heard Damacy. I've only heard I didn't Damacy. even know what you were talking about at first. What? <laughs> I just shut so down. Because it's so off. different. I was like, like <laughs> What? <laughs> Mark what? was totally lost. He's like, what are you guys talking about? And I sounded it out in my head. I did the math. <laughs> Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy. Right? Yeah, Damacy. That's how I've heard And then I was like, what is Damon doing? We'll just have to ask Pear next week. <laughs> Katamari Damacy. Look Dom. it up. <laughs> Damon, does this show have rails? Not anymore. <laughs> Not, we're off them. All right. Not anymore. Let's let's hear your. He's prepared basically a TED talk about Splatterhouse. So, <laughs> thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> uh, but no, my question is, I like I love Splatterhouse. There are three games from the 16-bit era: Splatterhouse one, two, and three. There's an arcade original. It was ported the Turbo Graphics 16. It's the whole reason I wanted the Turbo Graphics 16. And then there are two sequels on Sega Genesis. And then there was a 2010 reboot with modern mm-hmm. 3D graphics that wasn't very well received so I didn't even bother playing that one. So I wonder what would a Splatterhouse Encore be? Is it, I hope it's not a remake of that 2010 game. So two things. I think there's going to be a lot of blood. That's my first joke. But cool. the second thing is everyone on our comments on our IGN now for that like loved 2010. Like, well, yeah, okay. Because I they know, were your age when they played the 2010. I mean, maybe. It was, it was their equivalent the of your same. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. To me, it's like... They're it like, was, I'm going to get a PlayStation 3 because 
splatter house. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was so novel to see gore uh, presented in 16-bit graphics, and it's much less novel for a modern 3D game to feature gore. Like, well, that game is pretty novel in its gore. It doesn't look like anything <laughs> well, else. Well, I don't know. It's just you a beat people with everywhere. somebody else's arm for most of the is game. Is that yeah. original? Yeah, I, I feel like you've. Just... I feel like I've been there before. Yeah, you've been there in Splatterhouse one, two, and three. Um, we uh, in reviewing uh, re- in research for this episode. Cool. I was watching a little bit of Splatterhouse. Which one? The first one. Good. Splatterhouse one. And there's a scene where a house comes to life. And, oh yeah. And the windows are shaking. Yeah. And there's like a TV shaking in the background. It's like a poltergeist house. Yes. Right? And what you do while the house comes to life is punch a knife over and over <laughs> yeah. again that flies at you. The knife flies at it's you. It's really good. And you punch it in its blade. And it's blade. <laughs> and then it goes Not to the, the floor. And then it flies up. And yeah. then it flies back at you and you punch it again. And it's just the sequence. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I was fascinated with the with those games as a kid. Um, then also, Klonoa was a, a, the original is a PlayStation 1 game. It was one of the first like 2.5D Side-scrolling platformers. It's very well received. And there were several uh, sequels to that. And then they remade the original in 2008 for the Nintendo Wii. So I wonder if that's the one that would be an yeah, encore. I've only watched videos of Klonoa, and I know there's people that freak out for that game, and it looks great. Um, the first game is really funny because it's like it is 2D, but like the, everything rotates while you're yeah, yeah, like, moving around yeah. it. And I always thought it was more of a... Um, like Donkey Kong Country, like you know, thing like when I saw like it in magazines back mm-hmm. in the day. But it's mm-hmm. it's pretty much a, a pretty big level up from that because it has so much more puzzle solving to and it puzzle well. solving, yeah. and then the characters are all Sonicy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. They're not real <laughs> animals. I don't, well, the other Sonic. I mean, all and those then, animals have human teeth and stand on two feet. And then <laughs> Sam, what's significant about Mr. Driller? It's really good. Well, it is really good. But do you know Mr. Driller is Dig Dug's son? <laughs> I really like canon. yes. Canon. I think we've talked about this before. That's really Mr. Funny. Driller is Dig Dug's son. Huh. That's why he carries. He's, he clearly his grown son. Wait, that's so weird. So he Mr. Driller. He, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's well, it was like son twenty years after Dig Dug. It's Mr. Driller. Mr. Driller came out in two thousand. Yeah, in arcades. Okay. Mr. Driller. Is oh man, my I father. hope there's like hidden dialogue <laughs> somewhere where he's like, "That's my father." Yeah, Mr. Driller. Please, yo, what's up? Please, that's, that's my father. So strange. <laughs> um. Dig Dug, uh, I don't know if that's Dig Dug's name, though. Isn't Because, like, the his name is Ugo. Doug. I don't know if it is. Doug Driller. I think it's Maybe it's Doug Driller. Doug Driller. That's the only way that makes sense. Driller. <laughs> well, so then what's Mr. Driller's first name? Impossible to know. Yeah. Unless he was named Doug Jr. after his dad. I bet it's yeah. revealed in the end that it's Ben. <laughs> ben Driller. <laughs> Ben Driller is pretty good. Ben Driller is a good name. It's a good stage name. And Mr. Driller, (laughs) you have to dig down, down, down and reach the uh, checkpoint before you run out of oxygen and die a horrible death. Or get crushed. Deep beneath the Earth's surface. Hmm. So again, was I wonder. Was it ever on a portable system? Because when I watched I, they were like, it, it looked they were like, like it needed to be. DS. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. DS versions of that. Hmm. Um, but again, I wonder what the encore, what would an HD remaster of, of Mr. Driller be? I don't know. Well, I think it'd be like 3D and then you'd have the arm weapon and then blood. 3D and the arm weapon <laughs> and blood and yeah. knives are also yeah, flying yeah. at you. They have to punch <laughs> while you're digging. Maybe With someday they'll be like, yeah, maybe <laughs> they'll someday just digging and beating through the ground through them. Maybe someday there'll be uh, 2010 versions of games that are just much more violent in 3D. Probably. I like that idea. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right, this music cue is a request from Chris in Toronto. He says, my first gaming console was an Atari 600XL. Never heard of it. He probably mm-hmm. made that up. In addition to playing carts, you could also load games from cassette tapes. My favorite cassette game that took like 15 minutes of playing the tape to load was Dimension X 
cool name. It was a sci-fi per- first-person cockpit shooter. For some reason, I always felt solitary and lonely. I don't know if it was because of the title track that also played at certain points in the game, but almost 35 years later, this track still gives me mad feels. Tell me if this... You're getting mad feels and feelings of solitariness and loneliness. Dimension X is the name of the game. Maybe you felt solitary and lonely because nobody else had an Atari 600 XL. <laughs> I could see the feels. Could you? Like he's it. great. That's, that's Sci-fi like first-person cockpit shooter is what we're listening to right now. No, this is. This is I awesome. love this. Yeah. Oh, well, he loved really, it. That I loved it. Really, really yeah, good. that was great. Let's, All right, let's. We're getting an Atari 600 XL. <laughs> Get it. Listen, to that. I always thought. Oh, that's a cool pitch bin drop. This sounds so this like the beat comes this in. would be like oh yeah like you could hear this as be like uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> keep doing that <laughs> okay <laughs> um, Google Stadia mm-hmm. is it's gonna be out in November we don't have an exact an exact release date yet uh, Google has not settled on one yet but November is only forty four days away so mm-hmm. come only dozens of days away from Google Stadia and if you haven't gotten yourself that founders club mm. time yeah. is running out google said is it is almost sold out yeah of the founders club <laughs> so damon uh thinks the story is silly because what what are they selling out of uh what, what you get yeah you get the controller <laughs> yeah, that they arbitrarily limited to a certain yeah. number yeah, yeah. that's why a it's lot silly. of that though uh, like exclusivity they're also selling out of naming conventions which doesn't make sense yeah so what you got with the founders club was the blue controller uh a chromecast which obviously they're not selling out of the chromecast mm-hmm. um uh, and then what else? You, first, it's like first rights to naming founders names. Or you get to that. pick your own name, and it won't have a series of random numbers at the end of it. And then that's also, just rude. I know. And then it also comes with a buddy pass. You can gift it to your friend for three months of of Stadia Pro. So you get a normal name, no buddy pass, and a white controller for the new. They so then announced. Even though the founders edition is selling out, we have a new. What is it called? Premium edition or something? Something like that. Pro edition? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, premium. And and it's the same. Basically the same thing, costs the same amount, but it's a white controller, doesn't have the buddy pass, and now you don't get the, to choose your name first. Are you so, sure it doesn't have the buddy pass? It doesn't I, have I'm a buddy pass. 100%. And you, I, I, what they sold out of was those little slips of paper that have a code to give right. to your friend. Yeah. That's the only thing so. I can think of. Do we know? Look, our printer's jammed. <laughs> we got to cut off the pre-orders. <laughs> Do we know if Stadia will have support for other controllers? It, it has support for all of them. Okay, so you this definitely just, don't need to pre-order Stadia in any well, in Plus order the wasabi color to get in, I like the, the wasabi best color to play it this year, you have to get in with this Founders right. or Premium Edition. But you have to buy in. Okay. Wait, do you, but okay. do you have to pay all the? I thought there was like a sixty dollar where you can just get the service. I don't think this year, uh, okay. not at launch. Okay. Oh well, Stadia. Wait, wait, when's the wasabi one available and how? Mm-mm-mm. That one, what? don't know. So that, that's just I assumed November. I assumed the same time frame. Uh, maybe it'll be available at launch, but like yeah, with the founders I one, I think until now, the choose. only way you could do it was the founders club by buying into the founders club. Weird. But I thought you could choose a color even when you joined the founders club. I don't think so. I think okay. you got the night blue one. Night blue. Yeah. And then the yeah. new one's called regular white. Nope. I thought that's what it was. Clearly white. Clearly white. Clearly white. You're getting it's lots of names wrong. Right. <laughs> 
You're not it's a very the first time I've gotten a name wrong. You're not a very detail oriented person. You know what? Today, the more unprepared I come into a podcast, the more fun I have. Well, that's good. See, I always <laughs> said, oh, and for the rest of us, I always said Stadia, and I haven't known what you guys have been talking about for the last ten minutes. I just caught up. I just did the math in my head, and I caught up. I was like, "What are they saying? I'm going to be kicked off the show." I say Stadia. I'm going to get kicked off the like, show. <laughs> Sam never change or change. Only one ever. person has ever gotten kicked off of the show, but we don't talk about that. These are probably the people in the office that sit nearest to me. And I just want to go on the record saying <laughs> they're sick of it. Clearly <laughs> not. Clearly not. Sick of sitting nearest to you. Yeah. It is jokes. strange. I never thought about that. Yeah. We all sit yeah. very you guys are my close orbit. to each other. Yeah. Yeah. If I had really long arms, I could touch you all while I sit yeah. at my desk. I think we should just record the podcast from our desks. <gasps> <gasps> Sorry, we could Ryan have been doing it this whole time. <laughs> yeah, and I have a good CRT on the desk that we can play uh, Joe and Mac Two on. Aladdin. Joe and Mac Two is good. There's actually a lot of games you can play on it, but he picked a weird one. Well, that's the only one. <laughs> played Mario sixty four. Mark hasn't seen Jurassic Park. He hasn't played Joe and Mac Two. First of all, Mark took all my other games. <laughs> I all over his desk. That's how close he sits to me. I walk by his desk all the time. Like, is this mine? He's like, probably if it's on cartridge. <laughs> I'm like, you just turned that around I, on me in I a really weird way. I, just, I like hold him old for stealing his own stuff. <laughs> we have fun here at IGN. It's a weird place. Um, I pre-ordered the uh, Google Stadia Founders Edition more out of curiosity than anything else. <laughs> but how are you? How are you guys feeling? So we can actually have some substance on this topic before we move Check. on. How are, how are you guys feeling about Google Stadia today? I know Sam has been skeptical from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Remains yeah, I mean, to be seen. I have nothing else to say about it. I, okay. I can play all the games no that's updates. on Stadia this fall on any well, other system, so mm-hmm. why would I play it? So you know it's interesting? I think there's a lot of um, hesitation towards Google Stadia, just in general in the industry as far as I've seen, and then also with our readership. Um, but there's obviously communities online where people are really excited about it and they're very positive. The people who are excited for it, they're Google employees and there's a lot of them. (laughs) Well, that's true. They could populate those subreddits. Um, but you are seeing that though. Yeah. And like even just, no, it's, it's genuine like posts about specific things like, Oh, there's this, you know, cyberpunk just got announced for Stadia. Mm-hmm, that's so mm-hmm, exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, it must be exciting because of the, just the support that's being I wonder broadcast if that comes it. from like Android, you know, fans and people that are fans of Google Probably. You know, that are kind of anti and have a little bit more and, trust in their infrastructures. Yeah. Um, one thing that I saw today as I was just doing my morning browse, my morning news browse is people were talking about the to bring it back to Borderlands, the problems that Borderlands was having with cloud saves just being completely wiped on PC. And they did a little post of like, this would never happen on Stadia. So I can <laughs> see some of the positivity around it being completely tangible. Oh, because all your yeah. saves would just be tied to your account, right? Because you're just... Yeah, and that's oh, like, yeah. it's not like there's a differentiation no, like, between... Saving. Yeah, exactly. Because that's all it is. No, I'm not I'm not super sold. I Only because I'm not... I I am never going to look at I'm not going to look at Cyberpunk and and not be gonna like, even look at it. I'm not even going to look at it. I'm not going <laughs> to look at Cyberpunk at the store and be like I'm not going to spend sixty dollars on to play this on my PS4 because I want to spend sixty dollars and play it on a cloud service that could just super not be working or that it might <laughs> just look a little bit worse. Right. Right. Like, like I really I want to use my PS4, high end. I'm going PS4. to just use my PS4. What if there's a trial though? And you're like, I'm not sold on well, cyberpunk. So, so I'm going to try. Okay. Well that would be different, but like, I'm going to try <laughs> destiny two on it. Cause destiny two yeah. new light or whatever is free on stage. Right. 
And so like, that's something I, I'd love. I can't wait to do that, but I don't think I'm ever going to spend $60 to buy a stadia game versus Something I but what if what if Splatterhouse Encore was a Stadia exclusive? I mean, you tell us, Damon. That, that's a that's a fun joke. But that's what matters is that the games matter, and like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how the games are delivered to me. It's convenient to me that I already have a bunch of other systems, so I don't need to, to sort this out. Other people are in different positions, but like I only care about what games are on it. And if there's no exclusives mm-hmm. and there's no games that are like locked to it right now that I really have to play, like there's no reason for me to. Use there it happened again. Yeah, it did happen. What? Why what? Is that? <laughs> so weird. What Maybe if? What if Sam? Why would I do that? What if uh, Stadia was a streaming service for uh, classic games? I'm, would that I think work? you just dropped him into an existential I, crisis. No, I, I have a, <laughs> because it could certainly I have handle like thirty streaming. refrigerator-sized machines in my house that I that mean I don't need an emulation system. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't dep- like emulation. It, I mean, it, dep- it also <laughs> depends if. I load up Mario, uh, you know, classic Mario, and mm-hmm. I push A, and he does not, it does not feel how it's supposed to feel. I'm out, and you're going to feel that with classic games. You like are def- going to feel that? 100%. Like, you can kind of get away with like streaming RPGs and stuff like that. Sometimes games kind of feel more sluggish, but like, you <laughs> That's know. That's so sad that we're already anticipating that like the lag is going to affect what games you can play. Every like, time they stream, no the freaking thing buffers. It's ironic as hell. And that's here at IGN, yeah. where we have really good internet. <laughs> That, yeah, that happened what at GDC. Buffer? I what think buffer? you and I like, like every time we're yeah. covering the stream or whatever, it, it always and we notice the it stream. because it's Stadia. But the stream itself, their live stream oh, always ends up buffering, yeah. and so it's like it's crazy ironic that it's like, oh, this is buffering. I can't wait for that to happen in a video game. Like that's not gonna be. I don't know. Lately, everything I play on my PS4 has frame rate issues. So what the hell does it matter anyway? That's that, true. That, that's an absolutely sure. a good point. And so again, game library. Let's see what happens. That's true. I don't even want to judge it early. Like I can make fun yeah. of the technology, but I'm not playing the technology, and I, I'm curious. And I, I'm also, of course, we'll have to always point out that lots of people don't have good internet. What was the stat from our? Oh, it was like a quarter of our readers that we polled um, couldn't even run it based on bare minimum requirements That's a as set by Google. IGN readers. That's like people who clearly have buy-in to playing yeah. video games, and we're talking about like expanding games to more people than that, like the whole world. I'm just really worried about that. Maybe they'll they'll bring us, um, you know. Google, Google Fiber. Fiber. Well, that's the Everywhere. thing is that Google has the ability to fix that problem like yeah. Yeah. uniquely, right? Maybe That'd that's awesome. what they're going to do. Just hook me up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Can you get Fiber here in the city? Google Veins. I don't, uh, it, I don't know how Fiber works in San Francisco, but weirdly, Kansas has it. Kansas City has yeah. Google Fiber. Also yeah. Austin. One of, the, one of the lucky Austin towns. Let's check in with listeners. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. You should know that one. Okay, it was a Blaster Master? It was Blaster Master. Oh. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Big Tony style. <laughs> Big Tony style Friend writes in show. to say, are you less attached to current gen games than games you played as a kid? If so, why? I started replaying A Link to the Past, and I was thinking to myself, <clears throat> will I ever want to revisit some of the games I've played over the last three years, 20 years from now? And even though there are games I've loved, I'm not sure they'll resonate me as much as some of the games I've played in my childhood. I think a lot of this may have to do with the sheer amount of access I have to games and how quickly I move from one to another, so I'm not as attached to just a handful of games a year I had as a kid. Anyway, just curious if the Omega Cops feel the same way. Does it have to be current gen? I think that's what and he's asking like about. Just the most like the games of today, yeah. Twenty years from now, like since your career, I think. You know. mm. Yeah, 
I mean, because there are games that are not like classic that I grew up with as a kid that are still impactful to me, like Portal 2, to make it slightly more recent. Um, I'll, I'll never stop thinking about that game or like replaying that game. And I'm not really a person who replays games because there's just so many to keep up with that mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of a personal uh, waste of time to do that. But I just, I love, like that game is so perfect from its soundtrack to its writing to its puzzle and level design. Um, and it's sort of, it's become <clears throat> kind of my de facto like breakup game, like post breakup. I'll just play that because they can just kind of drown in it. And that would be meaningful to me 20 years from now. If there is a perfect game out there, it's Portal 2. Right? Totally. Definitely a top 10 for me. Um, I, I think there are certainly like lots of games from this generation and the previous generation that I would like to revisit even now. Like I can think of games like Dead Space. When I'm like, man, why, I wish they would do a nice little remaster package of Dead Space. I'd totally play that again. You just dipped back into Breath of the Wild. You were just like, I'm, I just well, play this again. Well, earlier this year, yeah, I yeah. played some of that in, in, in a, whatever the short drought was at the time. But like the the reality is, Big Tony style. Like the games you play when you're ten years old are just you're like you're gonna love those games for the rest of your life, and then like your love for them only like intensifies over time as you get older. So it's like nothing's ever gonna be the same as that, right? Well, I think the difference is like also for those games when you re- replay some of them, they don't actually hold up to sure. your memory of them. Whereas like I think Portal Two, if I had to guess, like ten years from now, I would if I played it, it would still feel really so proficient mm-hmm. as a yeah, yeah as like a game design. Yeah, for sometimes. Sure. People clamor for a game they liked when they were a kid to come back, and that game was bad, like Kid Icarus. And then when it comes back, it's not that great either. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, wow, uh, was I wrong about this the whole time? It's, it's, it's an interesting mm-hmm. thing. The, my, my point that I wanted to make about this is that I think that there's a problem when we talk about old games and a lot of shows that I actually really like that talk about old games, where it feels like, you know, a closed off conversation like I experienced this when I was a kid so it's more important Mm -hmm. I think that's contributed to like a lot of toxicity and nerd culture right now and like you know there's like this was my thing like the NES was my thing and if you don't know everything about these NES games then you're nothing (laughs) and I think that's really crappy and it's unwelcoming and I'm really happy that there's things like the um uh, new Switch uh, classic stuff so we can mm-hmm. actually go back and look at these old games and and I hope there's encouraging ways to play them like Nintendo's doing by like actually making them remixed or like making them easy yeah. to access. Mm-hmm. And then if you listen to shows like GameScoop when we talk about them, I hope we give good recommendations. I think that's a good segue to our next thing. But I'm not done talking yet. Um, <laughs> but I work with a lot of people now who are you know younger than me and they had really interesting experiences as kids with PlayStation games or PlayStation mm-hmm. two games or anything. And those are absolutely as meaningful to them. And I don't want to discount that. And I want to cover those games, you know, the same way. And I think those are retro and, and are classic and nostalgic and stuff mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I have a better actual current gen game, red dead Two. Yeah. Um, oh, kind of yeah. forgot momentarily. Yeah. Oh, come on, get out of here. Get out of your own show. <laughs> <laughs> um, with red dead. I mean, the thing about it is like there are certain characters or storyline elements that, just really stay with you. Um, I guess spoilers uh, a little bit on this one, but there's a scene where you're like building a house. Is that spoilers? If you leave it at building a house, you're fine. Yeah. And just like, (laughs) you know, looking at what you've done, um, Mm -hmm. it it was such a beautiful moment that like, if I think back on that moment, um, it just, it it gives me a lot of like feelings and emotions and and memories attached to what I felt in that moment too. Uh, And I think that, like that's the kind of thing that'll stick with you. The realism and the beauty in that game was so intense that it's like that, that sticks with me yeah. easily. Yeah. Uh, plus like once you built the house, it's like, there's, I didn't tell me if this is a spoiler, but when the house comes to life and starts throwing <laughs> knives at you. Yeah. It's, it's that uh, part, it, it was, <laughs> you are on a roll. It was like a weird, like, I didn't beauty. see it coming. 
And that's what Mwah. stuck with me. That was my favorite part of Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> the, the part that he said that kind of like goes up to is like, I love Call of Duty, right? But like a Call of Duty comes out every year. But when I was yeah. younger, me and my friends played Call of Duty 2 so much. that, And that's the only game we had forever, right? And so like there's... A, Call of Duty 2 will always stick out. Like it becomes this call of blur where you're like, wait, which Call of Duty was three years ago? Mm-hmm. You, you have to like count back and you're like, I don't even know. But like Call of Duty 2 will always be special. And that's that's how it is with like Final Fantasy 10 is like a game I put so many hours into. I'll never put that many hours into one JRPG or like World of Warcraft. I put thousands of hours into that game. I'm never going to do that again for another MMO. But there are some games this gen that have kind of weirdly stuck with me because they become my focus so much uh one would be like horizon zero dawn like when that game was about to come out i was watching everything for it i would watch pax gameplay everything <laughs> of other outlets and i would just watch whatever i could and when i when i like held it in my hands it was very strange and it was it was very weird and then i beat it and i remember just being like yeah, this is a game that's going to stick with me for a long time. And I think Death Stranding is going to end up being kind of the same deal is I'm so ingrained in Death Stranding right now that I I, I don't know. It, it all depends on how it shakes out. But like I, I, I'm i actually going to write a piece. The Death Stranding was announced at my first E3 at this company. And what's weird about that is they always said like uh, if you can watch an E3 press conference, watch it. Like working in the industry, right? Because instead of just sitting at they home, they always watch, say that. Well, you know how it is. Like you, you watch E3 at home. You know your you're grandparents. Like, you're like, this is awesome, and you can one yeah, day, my son, when you're in the industry, me. you'll love this even more. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you can sit there and tweet, and so. But if you're just at home, just you know, and it's like, oh, being in the war room is amazing. And my first war room experience was seeing Death Stranding getting announced, and it was like, it's kind of and weird. everyone was like, huh. I was going to say that too, like for us, it's, it's totally different. Cause we're not just gamers. We're also like, you know, in, in a professional industry mm-hmm. where we're playing games all the time. And part of that is so attached to it. Like I hosted my first show for the red dead spoiler cast. Mm-hmm. And like, that was such a cool moment. Yep. Um, and so I think you have this inevitable attachment. That's not even just mm-hmm. because of the game. It might be because of the multiplayer experiences, like halo infinite won't be the same as any other halo game to me because I won't be like in my dorm room, like playing with a mm-hmm. bunch of people. Um, and then same as like, you know, Red Dead or, or for you, Death Stranding potentially, because you just make it so much a part of your career. And there's all these like beats that you can call back to where well, it's exciting. It's like I got hired and PT had like been canceled or Silent Hills. And then it's like, what's he going to do next? Then he comes back on the E3 show and he's like, I'm back. And you're like, this is amazing. And then it reveals that it's Norman Reedus. And it was like, I was in a room full of everybody when that happened. So it's like, it's going to always stick with me. Even if Death Stranding is awful, the press lead up to it is going to be amazing because that's literally been my entire career here. Mm-hmm. I think it was interesting that you mentioned that Final Fantasy thing. Um, <clears throat> that was always like a thing where I was a, a little bit annoyed when people like really worshipped Final Fantasy 7. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, 20 years ago or something. I think, you know, there were six Final Fantasy games that I personally think were better before that and a lot of people didn't play them. So I was really annoyed by that. But now I, I think about it totally differently. It's like what mattered to me was just the Final Fantasy games that came out when I was that age and when I was yeah. a little kid and I loved one so much because I played it for a year, mm-hmm. you know, and like that, that sticks with you. It, it, it affects you more than a game that you rented over the weekend. Right? Well, my first video game console was a PlayStation two with Final Fantasy 10. Yeah. So, so and that's the game I had that, for that two years. One. Exactly. So now Our experiences uh, are so similar. <laughs> it's, it was the same thing for it's me. Such an age that was like thing. my first console that was mine and nobody else. Well, it is so crazy that Link's awakening came out. It comes out. Well, if you're watching this, it came out today. That might be the first game I ever played because my first 
game thing was a Game Boy with Link's Awakening. And so it's so strange that that game's like out again and now everyone gets to play it again. Hopefully they like yeah, it. That's good. Another fun thing I that like just came lot. across while you were talking is that you're like such a big fan still. And like, I think we mm-hmm. all feel that way. I feel that way about Zelda right now. Like I started our morning meeting this morning was saying like, it's a Zelda day. That's very yeah. rare for us. I'm so excited to go home tonight and play a Zelda game. Totally. Like I can't, I can't believe how excited I am. I have an Amazon prime delivery coming uh, between 7 and 9 p.m. tonight to deliver uh, uh, an SD card for my Nintendo Switch. Oh, man. Because yeah, I'm yeah. out of room and I need room for Link's Awakening. Mm. It'll probably to be a long download, too, huh? Yeah. Well. Just delete Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Reload it. <laughs> I don't need the old Zelda game. Never. I got the new Zelda, Zelda game. Exactly. Uh, like Sam said, that was a good segue into this question from Brian in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Now that NES games on Nintendo Switch allow you to remove that ugly control bar at the bottom of the screen, I find myself finally wanting to check them out. My experiences so far have ranged from great, like Super Mario Bros. 3, to truly awful, like City Connection. But I have not been able to find any definitive rankings of all the NES games available on the service or were released over the last year. Are there any must-plays I'm missing, besides your Zeldas and Marios, or hidden gems I should check out? Thank you. I made a list. Cool. Um, so, uh, well, I don't need to dominate this, but I, I can go through some. Uh, NES Open Golf is really cool. It's a, a good uh, one. It's a really fun game to have some beers and like play. It's very simple, but it's like Mario Golf, so it's like it's kind of wacky, and it's very. It's just like a really good. You can play eighteen holes. It takes like probably forty five minutes to get through it all. Wait, and is it's that the black box player one? game? What is that the black? No, that's no, just called that's, golf. That's just golf. Yeah, yeah the game okay. stinks. This one's like Mario themed, and I don't know. It has great little courses and great music. Totally worth Why is friend. Tina laughing? <laughs> because he just said it so accusatory. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what black box one is? Anyway. Um, it's all in the delivery. Uh, Adventures of Lolo is another one. It's a game where you're like a squat little sphere and you walk around and kind of like puzzle your way through enemies. You're really mean to snakes in that game, though, I noticed. Uh, really, they, that they and cover Rambo. your hearts. We've been through this. Then <laughs> <laughs> you kick them out. Uh, and then there's a game called Twin Bee, which is not great, but it reminded me to go tell everybody to go check out Stinger, which is the sequel to it uh, on uh, NES2, which hopefully will be on that system soon, which is really cool. Okay, here's a controversial one. Zelda 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Zelda 2 is only fun with save states. And this has that and also has some other like tweaking you can play with it. I really recommend playing Zelda 2 because it has all these connections to all the other Zelda games, and it's really cool. I only played it through for the first time ever like five years ago because I had it on 3DS, right? It's also like a really interesting entry in the series. Or yeah. So yeah. It's no, worth, the game's worth awesome. It's super It's not hard, awesome. Though. It is awesome. <laughs> I. It's so weird that it's like, because it's 2D. Wait, Mark, it's did not, you play uh, it on NES when you were uh, a kid? No. Because, it's, because it's impossible and kid. awful. It's very hard. You need, to sa- you need safe states, and, and, and it really helps. You can't beat it without safe Well, Jared can beat it without safe Nobody ever beat that game. And then there's also a Balloon Fight, which has really good music, and it has a little thing called Balloon Trip, which is an infinite game. And all you do is go off into the night, and there's like a black background with like stars twinkling and like an ocean, and it plays a song, and you just go forever. And uh, you just try to like just get like kind of lazily through the sky. The it's music really is relaxing. great in Balloon Fight. Yeah, it's super cool. And then a fish eats you, and it's awful. What could be worse than a fish eating you? That is like the worst fate. Uh, all right. I so saw you, a documentary called Prana. Oof. Well, those are a bunch of little fish eating. Yeah. Mm. Never which, you. which is worse? That's one never, fish eating you or a bunch of little fish eating you? That's a tough question. Yeah. I guess the one fish eating you thing like could go it just really bad. It just slower yes. or you die in one bite. Well, how do you die? Is it like, is it a If you're bite? swallowed whole. Or is yeah, it the stomach then, acid? Oh, yeah, that's true. Remember the fish eating you in Mario 3? I remember that always being like a shocking thing. Like it just ate you. It's an instant kill. You're just like, oh! That's that's the kind of kill you want, though. It's just... (laughs) 
Uh, I, I don't need to keep going, but I will. Uh, Super Dodgeball is a really fun game that is another two-player game. It's a little bit choppy on mm. NES, um, but it, like basically it's like a dodgeball game, so you're just throwing the balls at each other, and, and you, know, you can play as two-player. But you have super attacks, and when you throw a ball across the to the other person each character has its own super attack and there's like ones where the ball like goes like this and it's like hard to avoid or it's like bouncing up and down that's really fun hmm. uh, blaster master is an amazing game that i just don't know if people know about perfect music perfect plot about your frog perfect music and a really cool combination of gameplay and then finally, uh, two more. Donkey Kong 3, it's a really interesting wow. shooter game. <laughs> a hidden gem? I, I love that you picked that. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah, it is, because nobody likes Donkey Kong 3. Uh, I Donkey do. Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. are platformers, and they're famous. Donkey Kong 3 is not. It's a, it's a shooter. It's, a, it's basically yeah. a space shooter masked as a Donkey Kong game. where You, you shoot bug spray yeah. up Donkey Kong's butt. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's bugs that attack you. It's just like Galaga or something. It's interesting. Just, yeah. I just would love if that was the back of the box. It's like, shoot, shoot bug spray bugs. up Donkey Kong's butt. <laughs> and like a little... That's what you... IGN.com. Then uh, the final one is Wrecking Crew. It's a game that stars Mario, but Mario looks weird, so it's unclear if it's actually Mario. He's like all stretched out. It's probably not made by anybody that had to do with Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> but it's a puzzle game, and you kind of uh, puzzle your way through destro- destroying buildings. You have to destroy everything on screen, but if you, if you do it in the wrong order, so, some platforms will be left that you can't reach. So you have to and start you uh, get murdered by an eggplant. Also, mm-hmm. tough way to go. Yep, yep, yep. We're good. Would you rather be was it? eaten by a bunch of tiny fish or murdered by an eggplant? I don't think the egg, I think the eggplant sounds kind of pleasant. <laughs> Getting eggplanted to death. Okay. Uh, I'm going to mention two games that, that Sam didn't. First is Punch Out. I think Punch Out is one of the uh, just forever fun and super playable NES games is just as fun today. And as they removed Mike Tyson, which is the best then. part about it. So it's just bunch out. Um, and also double dragon Two, greatly improved after double dragon, super fun side scrolling brawler with lots of like fun enemies. All the environments, every level is different. Great music in that one too. That one has two player. Yeah. It's very good. All right. And that brings us to video game. 20 questions. Speaking of Blaster Master's music, first of all, um, a suggestion I didn't pick because it's just this is like a good example of just what's not going to get picked. Adam from Stockholm, Sweden, suggested the game Total Overdose. Would we have gotten that one? No. Never heard of it. <laughs> no. It's a PlayStation 2 game. I've never heard of it. Well, he would yeah. have gotten a tweet response from me. Total Overdose was that one. I did pick one from Bev Jeffries in Middlesbrough. UK, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough, I don't know. Bev is her name. She says, me and my husband are recently married and we spend all our spare time gaming together where possible. We love playing co-op together and recently completed the Gears 5 campaign. We're now halfway through Borderlands 3. We love watching GameScoop and we make it our Saturday morning routine to watch. Sam is our favorite. When I was God young, damn it. when I was young, <laughs> I grew up with three, I don't even agree with that statement. <laughs> with three older brothers. My earliest memory of co-op games comes from Toe Jam and Earl Return to Funkatron. Nice. I had so much fun playing through this. It wasn't too difficult to understand when I was a young gamer. I'm wondering what everyone's first memories of gaming were and what games they enjoyed the most playing co-op with friends is. So we'll answer her question real quick before we get to 20 questions. First gaming memory. Or co-op? Nope. First gaming memory. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, mine is, uh, there's a game uh, well, Zork, the Great Underground Empire. Um, the text adventure. Yeah, the text adventure game. My grandfather had a bunch of different like games on his uh, computer, but probably when I was you know early enough to read and write four or five, I guess mm-hmm. I played Zork and it was it blew my mind. 
mm. growing up in the 80s, there were arcade machines just everywhere at the grocery store and at the pizza parlor. Uh, so I was, I'm sure my first introduction to video games was just like my parents giving me some quarters while we waited for our pizza to arrive at Pizza Hut. Mm. Playing the probably a cocktail cabinet with Galaga or Commando on it. I just missed that era and I'm so mm. jealous. It was awesome. Yeah, I bet. It was awesome. I really don't remember what my first gaming memory was. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> Your first memory is not remembering. Yeah, not, yeah exactly. I, I remember uh, I went to kindergarten in Des Moines, Iowa, mm-hmm. and I went to a, what is it called? A- after after school, you go to a, it's like a daycare or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember they, uh, I went to a new one because uh, I, I, I went to one and then I went to a new one. And the first thing they I saw when they opened the door was like a Super Nintendo with, with uh, Mario World. And I was like, what is this? I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> Uh, that's Did like, you play it? No, no. Like I, because I think we were just touring it. Like I don't remember. I was I was literally like four and a half years old. Uh, but I I still have I have like a screenshot in my head of seeing the screen and being like, huh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and then I got a Game Boy like maybe a year later. Hmm. I remember what my first co-op gaming experience. Is. What was that? Um, I, I think I've talked about it on Game Scoop before, uh, but it's um, Goldeneye. Mm. Used to play mm. with my brothers, my cousins. It was just like rinse and repeat over and over like five yeah. more minutes, five more minutes. Kind of thing. Is. Yeah. If you have Aladdin memories from super Nintendo, you probably have an early super Nintendo game. But yeah. They're, they'll been all have yeah. been, they would have all been like probably SNES, but it was like our cousin's console. So we would have to drive to Boston and then mm-hmm. whatever they had available, whatever they wanted to play, we would play that. Are the cousins older? Yeah. Yeah. The older cousins, cousins also always got to pick what you play. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And, my, and then my if you bring something systems before me too, if you bring something like maniac mansion, Oh, they don't want to play that. Okay. <laughs> Guess we'll just play RBI baseball again. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> At least we had doubles up. Um, all right. We're running out of time. Let's do our, uh, video game 20 questions from Bev Jeffries. Let the questioning begin. I want the first joke question to be, have we mentioned it on the show yet? Go for it. So we talked about so many games now. It's too That's much. True. Um, is this no. on current gen consoles? No. Is this from before 19 or no, before 2000, 2000. before 2000. Yes. Um, is this, uh, I feel like no matter what I ask, Sam's going to yell at me. He always yells at me. <laughs> no. Very mean man. Is this exclusive never. to one platform? No. Always a good question. Um, is it? <laughs> um, well, uh, was this on a cartridge-based format? Yes. Hmm. Mm, was it uh, a platformer? Uh, it's it definitely has platforming elements. Okay. It's a big part of it. That's half of its genre. Let's, let's call it that. Sounds like Blaster Master. That's oh. five questions. Damn it! Um, I should have asked if we had mentioned it on yeah. the show. <laughs> Uh, we can still do that. That's the yeah. cheat at the end. Yeah, yeah. Hack. Uh, is this a 16-bit game? Yes. Okay. okay. So Jenny Super NES. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this game, can it be played two players? Yes. Mm-hmm. Two-player half platformer. What's half platformer? What do you do in the other half? Yeah, exactly. You study a map. Probably. Is this Mario? Is, <laughs> is this Borderlands? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mario, this- where are you? <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you, 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 it was a co-op question specifically. Yeah, I said, no. yeah. Can you can you play, play two, two players, players, not co-op. Can you play at the same time? Yes. Mm, That's few special. Games that like that. Yeah, those are the fun ones. Yeah. <clears throat> you should know by now. Yeah, I think I know what it is. Um, <laughs> is it? Oh, is this a? Uh, uh, was this game made in Japan? No. 
Wait, you don't have ideas of what it is yet? No, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any ideas. Because well, there's so few is, games but... where you can play simultaneously. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of brawlers, and those have a little bit yeah, of platforming elements. That's true. To it. Mm. Sunset Riders or something like that. I don't really know what that game is. Um, Bitney and Jimmy. But that was made in Japan. Uh, They're not Sunset should we Riders. Ask if <laughs> should we ask if there's brawling? Yeah. Is there brawling? Mm, no. Mm. That's 10. No punching, huh? Well, I don't want to say there's no punching, but... <laughs> there might be some punching. It's not a brawler. Okay. Um, there's so few games that you play at the same time. Yeah, yeah that's also, not like, a brawler. Hop around a lot in, you know? Yeah. I have no idea. Ah. <laughs> Was this game received well? Yes. People love it. So it's on our top 100 list. Is it um, part of a series? Um... I don't know which like can you how would you define series? Like does like, it does have, it sequels have sequels or pre It has a sequel. It has a sequel. That's not even a yes or no answer. And then uh, yeah. And then th- but that means there's probably like spin-offs or something. I mean a sequel. Uh, it, I bet it's Joe and Mac. That's what I'm thinking. It's funny that I brought it up a bunch in this show. But it's something like that where you're like walking around clubbing uh with clubs, like actual didn't the, clubs. Didn't the person say, didn't Bev say Toji Aminero? Maybe it's Toji Aminero. Maybe it's a fake out. Too, and they yeah. literally are saying the name but of But that was only on one system. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sega? Yeah. Did this game have an arcade version? No. Wow. Okay. Back to square one. It's tough. Tough one. I can't. Uh, do you play as a human games. in this game? Yes. Do you both play? No, no, that's not real one. Um, Is this game based on a license? No. That's 15. Oh, boy. That means... Uh. What if it didn't have an arcade game because this is the second second one in the series or something like that? Huh? He said this game has a sequel. Yeah. So, like, it could have a prequel also and might not have been in the arcade. I don't know, man. Um, well, Joe Mac was made in Japan, too. I'm, I'm, I got to get off that kick. American games, <laughs> European games, could it be? Probably in, is this any, in the, is it, this in the collections? The, what are they called? The all-in-one, is this in an all-in-one console collection? Mm, I don't know. Okay. Play as a human. Play with your buddies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Were you asking it. about like a mini? Not a yeah, brawler. Yeah, like a mini, Because uh, I would narrow it down a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you pay it, play it at the same time. Uh, can you... Ugh. Well, mm. Genre would be helpful, um, as in like sci-fi or, or... Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Like well, more like setting. Uh, oh, we can ask the... It's got um, platforming, yeah. We can ask the real world or whatever question. Yeah, go for it. You do it. I forget how we phrase it. How do we phrase it? <laughs> I don't know which question you're asking. Oh, does this take place in what could be... Like a realistic Earth. Earth, Like our world. Yeah. Like, or is it... Uh Uh-oh. That's so weird. Can someone ask the question again? Okay. Uh, Is this a sci-fi game? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I write it down. Oh, boy. Okay, so maybe it is... uh, Maybe it's like a Contra game or something. Wait, did we talk about shooties? Uh, No, we didn't. Only you, punching. Do you shoot guns in this game? You can. Then it's well, not. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not guns, but you could shoot a projectile. 
Whoa. Man. What does that mean? It means nothing. You count lasers. We have guns. nothing. <laughs> our lasers guns. Yeah. Our lasers guns. That's a really good. Did we narrow? Did we already talk about this somewhere? I, I feel it does feel like a vibe. Did we say it was a side scroller? I mean, it's got to be right. Um, it's got I don't a platform. Know. I don't it could know. be top down. Is this a side scrolling game? Oh, hold on. We. You think this could be a top down platformer? Yeah, I'm throwing you a lifeline here. What, you have three questions left. Oh, yeah, don't okay, ask the question. No. Don't ask it's the question. Back off. Scroll. Back off. It's definitely a side scroller. It's hard to think about this. Sci-fi side scrolling. Yeah, without it being licensed. With a projectile. That's the key here. It is. I bet that you have like a but, boomerang. But it's like you pick stuff uh, up yeah. in brawlers. Like that's the only thing that pops into my head is like Strider. Oh, you can. Th- that's arcade. Japan. Entering my mind palace. Yeah, yeah, I'm banking on the Wikipedia <laughs> and Sam's brain right now. Um, Two questions and a guess left. Okay. Sci-fi. That's so weird. Such a weird genre to have on Super Nintendo with two players at once. I just can't even imagine. You must drive a little bit in it too, or something. Uh, I don't even know where to go from here. Uh, mm. Any you play as a human? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> what does that even mean? It means is, it's not. There, wait, is, wait. there is no question. <laughs> it means you're not Earthworm Jim. And we're sure it's simultaneous co-op. We asked that, and you said yes. Why would it be definitely a human? Like, I'm confused about that. What do you mean? We like asked he's that. trying to give us a hint that it's like it's definitely a human. Like, does that mean <laughs> oh. you're not a robot and you're fighting only robots in it? What? You know what I mean? I mean, no, it just means you're definitely a human, and I guess that's supposed to clue us off because there's tons of sci-fi games where you're not. Yeah, do you fight, like, like do you fight robots or something? I don't even know where you're going with this. I know what to do, Damon. You could give up. I could give up. (laughs) We're going to hate this. Um, I know. I've heard the question be asked. I don't know if I want to ask it, but I've heard the questions like, are we going to be angry when we hear it? Like, is it, is it obvious? (laughs) We don't need to know the answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you and I played this game together? We haven't played it together. No, we haven't played it together. No, we both played it. So we have one more question. I've played it. Yeah. Here's a hint. I love this game. You know, you know the era. You know, platforming is half of the genre. You know, you play as a human in a sci-fi situation. There is two-player simultaneous play. It wasn't made in Japan. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to give up. <laughs> did we mention this game already? You did not mention this game, so you could throw out a guess, <laughs> um, or I could just reveal the game. It's not licensed, so it's... Uh, I say we uh, give up. And it was on multiple systems? This yes. game was on both Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis and had PC ports at the time. It would later be ported to Game Boy Advance. Keep going. You've already, you already lost this give, give me more hints. Lost. This game was developed by Blizzard. Oh! It's not I know Lost it is. Vikings. What is it? It's Lost Vikings. The Lost Vikings. Oh, it is Lost Vikings. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay, weird. Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. Great game. That is a great game. Super awesome. Puzzle platformer. That game. Mm. You're and humans. you do. You, you play Simon. You're humans. And it's set in the past, but aliens come and, and kidnap mm. you, yeah. mm-hmm. which, is, which makes it sci-fi. Have we had this before? I don't know. I bet I got it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just let that one count then. Yeah. One of the Vikings can shoot an arrow. Mm-hmm. One of them has a shield and one of them can run and jump. Yeah. We were on Boomerang. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. we were talking mm-hmm. about. I really don't think of that game as a co-op game. 
Am I wrong? There's a co-op it's, mode. It's like... Two, mean, play, two players can play as two better. of them at the same time, yeah. and then you can switch to the third one at will. Because if you got to play it alone, then it's like, yeah. You're, you're constantly just, switching. You're just switching. I do remember there. the switching. Yeah. Mm. That was annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there was Lost Vikings 2. There wow. is. Yeah. Never even seen that. I wonder, is that one of those games that, like, if you had a multi-port, would you be able to play as all three? I don't think that was built There's so few that. games that had that. Yeah. yeah. I remember playing a really old game that had it. It was the only game I ever played. It was like a fighting game. Like a 3D fighting game. Well, where the hell were you? It was a <laughs> PS2 game. I don't remember. It was the only multi-party game I ever played. Lost Vikings. Good one. Yeah. Before, That's a really good game. Before Warcraft, Blizzard made Lost Vikings. and it Should was have known awesome. because it was uh, given to us by a British person. Yeah. <laughs> Although Blizzard is not a yeah. British company. But, <laughs> but uh, they're much closer to where Vikings came from than we are. Yeah. So that's the connection. Thank you, Bev. Uh, for the suggestion. If you have your own suggestions for video game 20 questions, send them to me at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. How many more episodes in September? What I'm really asking is how many episodes till it's Halloween season? Next week? Well, so there's one more episode in, this, in, in September. September. Right? I think we got a four episode countdown to Halloween. I think so too. Because the next episode- To our very special Halloween spooktacular mm-hmm. here on GameScoop. Please be excited. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Uh, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Tina. It's six, by the way. Six what? Six episodes. T minus six to six Halloween. Weeks. That's too long. Yeah. Well, let's just let's do it now. Let's do it next week. Let's, let's do it live. Let's skip the next two what if, episodes. What if October is Halloween month? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It is yes. Halloween month. Sweet. And we can get like spooky cereal and uh, no tea and uh, we can wear costumes. Fine, hot chocolate. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. it and I'm, I'm totally taking these off. My now. name is Damon. This is Action Games. We're out. <laughs>